This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. Today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer teams of Eric and Marcus versus Mason and myself, Josh. Today's game will be hosted by one-time player and head coach for our Patreon team, Brandon Reese. Welcome back to the bench, Brandon. Uh, why don't you take a minute to remind us a little bit about yourself? Well, uh, I'm Brandon Reese uh, from Springfield, Illinois. Um, uh, graduate of the University of Dayton. Um, big-time sports fan, big fan of the podcast, and uh, love the St. Louis Cardinals and uh, all sports, especially golf. Write that down, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Writing it down now. Oh, all right. Well, welcome back. And uh, Eric and Marcus, why don't you let us know how you guys are doing and let us know what your team name is. Yeah, um, doing great. Um, what you'll he- uh, The BYU Cougars, let's talk about them for a second. Probably wish they would have taken that game against UW. Now you're ranked 14th and you don't have a chance. So see you later, nerds. But I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I have nothing to add other than our team name, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, Marcus has a Legarrette Le- Le- Blunt jersey on, a Tampa Bay Legarrette Blunt jersey. So, uh, our team name today is going to be uh, Blunt and the Beautiful. Blunt and the Beautiful. All right, uh, Mason, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I don't, I don't have any rants to go on like Marcus, but. <laughs> I'm doing all right. Yeah, uh, I don't have any rants either, you know, other than actually I'm perfectly fine. The fact that the gopher badger game got uh, called off due to COVID. So, you know, I didn't need to see my gophers get destroyed by Wisconsin this year. What's this uh, COVID you speak of? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, I'm sure this is going to age really well, right? Nobody will remember it. I mean, as far as I know, there's no such thing as COVID. Dick Weber's a jerk and everybody's fine. <laughs> With that, um, Mason's in my team name since statistically uh, we are the we have the worst win loss record as players on this podcast. We will be bottom of the barrel. That's how far we're going to have to dig to get our answers today. Yeah, sometimes I have a feeling that might be true. Okay, well, let's go on to the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Thanks, Dan. That was a wonderful reading of your rules. Brought a tear to my eye. You sounded snarky. (laughs) All right, it's time to turn the game over to our host, Brandon. It's all yours. All right, fellas, welcome to the tailgate. Today's tailgate has a theme, nicknames. I will give you the nickname of the sports figure. All I need from you is the sports figure's actual name. Pretty simple. 
Question number one in the tailgate. Known for megaphone yelling, flashy sport coats, and all-around ringside banter, what is the real name of the mouth of the South? Let's let's check it in. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got it. All right, Blunt and Beautiful is checked in. Bottom of the barrel, feel free to talk it out. We're starting off with some good old pro wrestling, which is not a bad way to start an episode. So I sent over to Mason there. I sent over Jimmy Hart. I'm pretty sure that's who it is. I don't have anything to add, even though I'm from the South. I don't I don't know who this is, so sure. The manager of the Hart Foundation. Okay, well, that would make sense then. Yeah. Sounds good to me. He had a megaphone, and so we're going to check in with Jimmy Hart. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Jimmy Hart. Blunt and beautiful. What did you guys come up with? Yeah, this took Eric and I all of uh, two seconds to type. We both hit enter at the same time. And then we had a quick discussion of, is that his real name? I don't know, but we know that that's his ring name at the very least. So we also checked in with Jimmy Hart. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Jimmy, the mouth of the South Hart. He was uh, wrestling's manager of the year, 1987 and 84. Notables that he managed was Hulk Hogan, the Hart Foundation, and the Honky Tonk Man. On to question two in the tailgate. I was a three-time All-Star, a World Series champion, and a Silver Slugger during a career that spanned 11 years with two teams. However, I may be remembered for a more recent criminal lifestyle that has brought my net worth to a whopping negative $25 million. What is the real name of Nails? All right, we'll check in. Bottom of the barrel has checked in. Blunt and the beautiful. Feel free to talk it out. I didn't know he was in that much trouble financially. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty rough. Um, I know Lenny Dykstra's on like Howard Stern quite a bit. I say we check it in. Yeah, sounds good. Check in with Lenny Dykstra. Blunt and beautiful checked in with Lenny Dykstra. Bottom of the barrel, what'd you guys come up with? Mason, you got anything to add to this one? No, like I said, I recognize the name. I didn't know it was his nickname, but... Yeah, Nails is uh, Lenny Dykstra. We checked that in. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Lenny Dykstra. And the negative uh, $25 million in debt came from CelebrityNetWorth.com. All right, on to question three. After being a three-time All-American, he earned the honor of being taken fourth in the 1984 NBA draft. During a career that spans 17 years and four teams, he is tied for one perfect record of making eight threes in a game without a miss. What is the real name of Big Smooth or Sleepy? Yeah, we're checking it. Blount and the Beautiful is checked in. Bottom of the barrel, feel free to talk it out. Sucks. I know the first three picks of that draft. I don't know who went fourth. I think I got it. That's, that's a large one, Bowie MJ. I think I got it mainly from his emphasis of perfect. So the emphasis on the per, I think it's uh, um, Perkins. Um, Sam, Sam Perkins. Again, a name I recognize, um, but sure. That's all right. You come up with the later names. I'll get the easy tailgate ones and you get the rest. If these are easy, I'm really concerned about what's coming up. But <laughs> So we'll, uh, we'll check in with Sam Perkins. Bottom of the barrel checked in with Sam Perkins. Blunt and the Beautiful, what would you guys come up with? Um, Blunt and the Beautiful is pretty uh, pretty perfect for uh, Sam Perkins because, yes, it is absolutely him. He was uh, the – he you know, he played a big role on that 
uh, mid '90s Sonics run of success. So yes, it is big, smooth Sam Perkins. Both teams getting points. The answer is Sam Perkins. And uh, I can remember when he was a Laker, he hit that three in the '91 Finals to uh, to uh, beat the Bulls, my beloved Chicago Bulls. So there we are. All teams getting points. Yeah, so heading into the first quarter, we have the following scores. Uh, both teams swept the tailgate. It's 30 to 30. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. All right, Brandon, back to you. All right. Today's first quarter will be The Odd One Out. The Odd One Out. For this quarter, there will be five categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 20 points. Question one in Odd One Out. Augusta National Golf Club is known for hosting the Masters and its unparalleled beauty. However, all holes at Augusta National have a name consisting of a tree, a plant, a flower, etc. Of these six holes, which is not a name of a hole at Augusta National? Camellia, Georgia Pine, Pompous, Golden Bell, Nandina, or Firethorn? We'll go ahead and check in. We're going to check in too. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to hear us talk about this i'm sure <laughs> okay so uh er, er, uh blunt and beautiful what did you check in with um marcus threw out thought that uh was it Firethorn sounded made up which yeah. it does um but <laughs> to me georgia pine just sounds too obvious um out of the group i feel like it's that's the only one i could latch on to so we uh, checked in with georgia pine all right blunt and beautiful checks in with Georgia Pine, bottom of the barrel. What'd you come up with? Well, um, the only one I was somewhat decent about, I'm pretty sure Camellia's one. I don't know why. Um, but my first message to Josh was Georgia Pine seems too obvious because, I mean, if you're thinking of things to name holes at, at Augusta, something Georgia-related would seem pretty obvious. Um, and I thought the rest of them seemed really specific and things some of them I've never heard of, like a Nandina. Um, so we went with Georgia Pine as well. Both teams getting points, although they are all over the property. No hole is named Georgia Pine. Camellia is the 10th hole. Pompous is the 7th hole. Golden Bell is the famous par 3 12th. Nandina is the 17th. And Firethorn is the 15th. On to question two, an odd one out. The Big Ten men's college basketball tournament originated in 1998. Since its origination, there are only seven unique winners. Which of these teams has never won the Big Ten men's basketball tournament? Ohio State, Purdue, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, 
or Michigan? We'll check in. Blunt and the Beautiful has check in, checked in. Bottom of the barrel, feel free to think out loud. So really we're between the one starting with the letter I. Um, I'm, I would be shocked if Ohio State or Michigan didn't win it at some point because they've always been good. I'm pretty certain they've both won it multiple yeah. times. And Purdue is always good. Like they're, I mean, they're not necessarily the best team in the conference, but they're always up there. So I feel like yeah. they should have won one. I think they have. And I'm pretty sure Illinois has in that span. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, it's not in the last at least 10 years, I don't think. It would have to be like early 2000s maybe, late 90s. Were they good? They had a stretch in the, you know, around the turn of the century that they had some, some pretty good teams. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, my, my brain was trying to go to Iowa and Indiana. And I know you had at, you said, like, when Oladipo was there, I don't recall them winning when Oladipo was there. And they haven't been, I mean, they just, they, they've been okay at times, but they've actually been a pretty down program, especially considering, you know, what Indiana's kind of. Right, what they used to be. Right. And I think Iowa did have like at least one pop-up year where they were pretty strong. And I think they did win it one year. Okay. So I would be leaning Indiana. So I'm I'm fine with Indiana. Um if you if you feel decent about that. That's that's the one I would be leaning towards out of the bunch. So I'm fine with that. Okay. Uh we'll go ahead and check in with Indiana. Bottom of the barrel is checked in with Indiana. Blunt and the beautiful. What'd you guys come up with? Yeah, short and sweet. I just know they haven't won it um, since, honestly, Indiana. Um, I think they came close once early 2000s, but that's about it. So we went with Indiana. Both teams will be getting points. Um, if this tourney would have been around a little earlier, I'm pretty sure they would have likely had won many. But uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes have won four. The Michigan State Spartans have won seven. Purdue has won one. Iowa two, Illinois two, Michigan two, and uh, the lowly Indiana Hoosiers, none. On to question three, an odd one out. You guys are going to love me for this. There have been five men's golfers to complete the career Grand Slam, winning the Masters, U.S. Open, Open Open Championship, and PGA Championship in their careers. In this group, which golfer is the odd one out? Ben Hogan? Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Gary Player, Tiger Woods, and Gene Sarazen. We'll check in. Bottom of the barrel is checked in. Blunt and the beautiful. Feel free to talk it over. So those four I sent you, Tiger, Hogan, Player, and uh, Sarazen. Um, are 100% yes. Um, and if it's between Nicholas and Palmer, then, I mean, Nicholas is the all-time. Right. You would figure that. And I remember there was a similar question to this before. And if I remember correctly, Palmer never won a PGA um, championship. Okay. Yeah, he, he never, I think his top finish was second a couple times, but he's never won it. All right. I'm in. I, 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 trust, I trust you. <laughs> All right, we're going to check in with uh, Palmer. The Blunt and Beautiful checks in with Arnold Palmer. Bottom of the barrel, what'd you guys come up with? Yeah, we pretty quickly ruled out Woods and Hogan and Nicholas, uh, Sarazen, and then uh, Mason. You know, was he's he was uh, iffy on player, and I'm almost certain player has. And then, yeah, I was recalling the episode about PGA Championships, who was not in the top five of winning PGA Championships. 
And I recall the answer was was uh, Palmer, and I actually don't think he did win one. So I think uh, I think that is the right answer. So we are also checking in with Arnold Palmer. All righty. Well, both teams will be getting points, uh, and Eric basically stole all of my flavor text uh, because Arnold Palmer finished second in the PGA Championship three times. Good job, guys. On to question four in odd one out. Not counting current head coach Frank Vogel, the L.A. Lakers have had five head coaches since the end of Phil Jackson's second tenure in L.A. Which of these six did not coach the Lakers after Jackson's second stint, which ended in 2011? Byron Scott, Bernie Bickerstaff, Rudy Tomjanovich, Mike Brown, Luke Walton, and Mike D'Antoni. We're going to check in. Blunt and the Beautiful has checked in. Bottom of the barrel, feel free to talk it out. So, I mean, I, of the names, it's either Tomjanovich or Bickerstaff. I'm trying, I'm trying to work backwards. Walton was the one before Vogel, and then it was... Byron Scott would have been there. Yep. And then D'Antoni? Because that would have been the Steve Nash, Dwight Howard mess that happened. That was D'Antoni, I'm pretty sure. Yep. So, so then uh, Mike Brown might have been the one right before him. I don't know. I think Mike Brown was the one right after Jackson left. So maybe we're looking for someone between Brown and D'Antoni? Maybe. But that wouldn't have been for very long. No. No. So like an interim coach? Maybe. So I, I think if we're thinking interim, it would be somebody who would have been a assistant coach. And I just, I'd lean more Bickerstaff for assistant coach. Right. I would Tom Janovich. Yeah, that seems to fit better based on if, if we have the time frame right, which I mean, yeah. it's close because I mean, but the time, I mean, D'Antoni wasn't that much longer after that. So for them to have two coaches pretty quickly. That's where one probably was an interim. Yeah. That'd be my guess. So okay. should we go with Bickerstaff? Well, it would be Tomjanovich, right? Because we're looking for the one that wasn't. Yes. We're checking in with Rudy Tomjanovich as the odd one out. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Rudy Tomjanovich. Blood and the Beautiful, what you guys have? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right away, I sent over Brown Walton Scott for sure. And then Eric came through and said, it's Tom Janovich. And that was the one that stuck out the most. And uh, yeah, Eric threw in that he believes he coached them in between Jackson's two stints. Uh, so yeah, we checked in with Rudy Tom Janovich. Both teams will be getting points. Uh, Rudy Tom Janovich was the coach in between Jackson's two stints in 2004 and 2005. And uh, fun fact about Rudy T., he was the second overall pick in the 1970 NBA draft out of Michigan. All right. Question five and odd one out. Since the Whitey ball era ended in St. Louis in 1990, the St. Louis Cardinals have had five managers, which of the following six is not one of them. Ken Boyer, Mike Jorgensen, Tony LaRussa, Mike Schilt, Mike Matheny or Joe Torrey? All right, wait, we got we got we, we got to assign heads and tails. Oh, you're flipping a coin on the side. <laughs> got it. All right. Okay. 
One of my questions made Eric Ede flip a coin. I feel accomplished. <laughs> All right. We'll check it. <laughs> the coin has decided. Blunt and the Beautiful has checked in. Bottom of the barrel. Feel free to think out loud. Um, LaRusso and Tori are obviously there. Matheny is definitely there. Matheny, yeah. He was, I think he was the one after LaRusso. I'm not sure about that, but that seems more recent of a name. He might still be there. I honestly don't know. I think that Schilt is their current coach or manager. Sure. I honestly had never heard of that name. So we, th- if we're thinking that's the current one, then we have Boyer and Jorgensen. I think Ken Boyer's an older coach, not in the 90s and forward era. That's all I can say. I don't know for sure. I mean, I'm fine with that. Like I said, I, I honestly don't know anything about either of them. So if, you, if that's what you're thinking, I'm fine with going with that. We will check in with Ken Boyer. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Ken Boyer. Blunt and the Beautiful, what did you guys check in with? Here, we can make this easy because you guys had the exact same conversation that we had. Exactly. You went, LaRusso and Matheny, for sure. I, I, well, I didn't remember Tori, but I was like, that's too obvious to be. And then Eric said, current manager has an S name. Okay, between Boyer and Jorgensen. <laughs> <laughs> and we literally flipped a coin. And so uh, because, of the, because the coin spoke, uh, our answer is Jorgensen. That's what we checked in with. One team will be getting points here. Ken Boyer managed the Cardinals from 1978 till 1980 when Whitey Herzog took over. Mike Jorgensen, 1995. LaRusa, 96 to 2011. Mike Schilt, 2018, and is currently the manager. Matheny from 12 to 18, and Tory from 1990 to 1995. Throw that coin away. <laughs> Those whitey ball teams were so much fun to watch with Ozzy and McGee and Coleman flying around the infield. Yeah, see, the kryptonite for Eric. Older baseball. My old baseball knowledge is really a short bus. There's not much room on it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, really, it's really just like the bigger names. So, you know, anybody that, it, you know, no, they're out. They're not on the short bus. After the first quarter, it is no longer a tie. Uh, The lead may not last long, but bottom of the barrel currently has 130 to blunt in the beautiful's 110. On to the second quarter. Today's second quarter will be sporting haikus. Question one. Springboard and platform. Los Angeles 2, Seoul 2. Silver Montreal. We're gonna we're gonna check in. Blunt and the beautiful is checked in. Bottom of the barrel. Feel free to talk it out. Well, so yeah, Montreal is because because the U.S. didn't go to the we boycotted the eighty right. summer yeah, Olympics right. in yeah. Moscow. So yeah, it'd be 76, 84, 88. and Luganus won golds in eighty four and eighty eight. Okay, yeah, like I said eighty eight was the one. Eighty eight, I think Seoul was when he. Smacked his head on the diving board, but still came back to win. So we're going to check in with Greg Luganis. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Greg Luganis. Blunt and the beautiful. What did you guys come up with? So I, I didn't listen to Marcus on this. He was thinking gymnastics, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> springboard platform, sure. <laughs> so 
Um, I mean, only diver I know is Greg Lucanus. Um, so we went Greg Lucanus. Both team getting points. The correct answer is Greg Lucanus. And Josh went ahead and took my flavor text. You're welcome. <laughs> Question two in Sporting Haikus. Title with Raptors. Taiwanese American. Chaos in New York. All right. Check it in. Blunt and the beautiful has checked in. Bottom of the barrel. Feel free to talk it out. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure he he won a title with the Raptors. I mean, that wasn't his first place, but I'm and I'm, he's Taiwanese, and he obviously did some chaos or insanity in New York. Um, so yep. I think we're gonna go ahead and check in with Jeremy Lin. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Jeremy Lin. Blunt and the beautiful. What'd you guys have? Yep. Uh, Eric sent over Lynn. I was just typing that, and then we just verified. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure him and his little pony, or his little hide man bun was on the end of the bench for the Raptors, so we checked in with Jeremy Lynn. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is Jeremy Lynn. And yes, I was going to refer to the little man bun thing at the end of the bench as well. <laughs> uh, on to question three in Sporting Haikus. Arizona State, wife is cancer survivor, Bones, former looper. Note, Bones is in quotation marks. Marcus and I are going to check in confidently. The blunt and the beautiful has checked in. Bottom of the barrel, feel free to chat away. We, we, we checked in confidently. Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> Very confident. <laughs> It's that last clue that doesn't make any sense to me. The, the only thing we've been able to parse out of that is maybe Bones is a reference to John Bones Jones, but then that doesn't. I don't What is a looper? Is there a college team or something that are called the loopers? <laughs> I doubt it. It's the, uh, apparently. It would be, but I don't um, know if, I don't have any idea if john bones jones went to college i, I mean I, his brothers did because i mean it's what chandler and arthur went to college but that doesn't i don't think either one of them went to arizona state i don't i don't know what that has to do with it. i mean we obviously we had james harden jake brandon iuk <laughs> brandon iuk I, I we were just trying to come up with names so i sent iuk yeah. because he went there um i guess we can just pick an Arizona State athlete that we've come up with, and and go from there because I I just I, I I don't know the last clue just kind of confuses me more than anything else it, it doesn't give me any direction with it so is Jake Plummer married to somebody famous I don't know I mean we can go with that if you want and. I mean, I don't, uh, of the names, I'm not sure. I mean, yeah, I, if we're saying let's go with somebody we know has a connection to Arizona State. Yeah, I, Jake Plummer's fine. I mean, I, I I don't know about the rest, but he's at Arizona State, so. So, so Mason, I'd say pick either Jake Plummer or John Bones Jones. <laughs> I, I say we at least hit one of the three for sure. Maybe Bones isn't John Bones Jones, but we know Arizona State's connected to Jake Plummer. I feel like at least we hit that and we can say that we got a third sure. of the way there. Sure. Right, we're going to uh, check in confidently with Jake Plummer. 
Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Jake Plummer, Blunt and the Beautiful. What did you guys come up with? So um, it was a 100% guess, but I before the, the recording, he did say know your host. So he likes golf. Um, I know one golfer that went to Arizona State. I thought his wife was had cancer a few years ago, maybe, oh God, probably over 10 years ago. Um, so we went with uh, Phil Mickelson. One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Phil Mickelson. Uh, his wife, Amy, is a cancer survivor. And Jim Bones McKay is his former caddy or looper. Yep. Uh, see, it makes sense now. I didn't know he went to Arizona State. I had never heard the term. Looper. I hadn't either. But I, 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 I didn't know his caddy was named something weird. I didn't know it was named Bones, but I knew it was like he had a nickname of some kind but that wouldn't have got me anywhere there. Uh, he just, uh, they just parted ways, I believe two, maybe three years ago. He was on the bag for maybe 24 years. Uh, <laughs> All right. On to question four in sporting haikus, hockey hall of fame, captain for 1300, three Stanley cup wins. Yeah. That's what I typed. But <laughs> no, no, I just you know emphasized it a little more. We get, yeah, should we go with that? That's fine. All right, we'll check in. Bottom of the barrel is checked in. Blunt and the beautiful. What do you got? We got Marcus. <clears throat> well, uh, I have that I'm very excited for the Kraken to start playing hockey. But other than that, um, I don't know. My guess, I mean, the 1,300, I'm guessing it's 1,300 games. Three-time Stanley Cup winner, the captain. I mean, his nickname's the captain, so that my initial guess would be Steve Eiserman. I know he won the Cup three times. I don't know how many games he was captain for. Then I, then, He's in the Hall of Fame. I agree wholeheartedly. Okay, we're going to go with uh, Steve Eiserman. Blood the Beautiful checked in with Steve Eiserman. Bottom of the barrel, what'd you guys come up with? This is just simply from learning things from this show. I think I might have been teamed with Scott in the game where there was the question about who was nicknamed the captain. And so, Scott, if it's right, Scott would have had this right away as well. So, we're also checking in with Steve Eiserman. Both teams will be getting points. Uh, the longest serving captain with any American sports, with any American sports league. And he took and the youngest captain, I believe in NHL history at the age of 21, Steve Eiserman. No longer yeah. that though. At the time he was, yes. Yes, 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 <laughs> at the time. <clears throat> Question number five in Sporting Haikus. Girlfriend is Lala. Dad said, go to big state. Please beat dad one on one. All right, are we, are we checking in? I I don't. Are we? <laughs> I say we go with it, and then we'll air our grievances if. Uh, what, right. Yeah, I'm sure that we'll have a protest. Right. It's fine. It wouldn't be the first time on a guest episode Eric lodged a protest. <laughs> All right, we're. I'm, I'm still protesting <laughs> the first one. We're checking in. Blood and beautiful is checked in. Bottom of the barrel, feel free to talk it out. Well, the only thing I got on this is Carmelo's, well, I thought it was wife was named Lala Anthony. 
It is his wife. So the question is, is there another Lala that we're not? And and what is his? Who's his dad? Who's Carmelo's dad? If that's the, if that's the right answer. Well, right. Um, dad said, "Go to big state, please." Please. Beat dad one on one. So maybe it's not Carmelo. I don't. I don't. I, I'm guessing it's not. There must be another Lala. Lala. Girlfriend is Lala. But who's so who? named Lala? Besides Lala, and he's the only person I could think of that fit that. Oh. So let's try to focus in on maybe those other. Go to big state, please. Beat dad one on one. So, so what's an athlete that has a father that played in sports? They would have went against each other. Beat dad one on one. Well, you. So I mean, I don't. I'm trying to think. I mean, maybe something like boxing, where dad would have fought his son. He beat him one on one. Yeah, I was trying to think of famous father son combos and see if anything sticks for that. Does Ken Griffey Jr. have a girlfriend named Lala? <laughs> I, I think I think he's yeah. married. I think he probably has a wife. I mean, who knows? You, you never know. It's one of the ball kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Lon's <laughs> lot will. Lonzo, Lamelo, or Leandro. Well, Lonzo is the only one that went to college. Wait, Leangelo. Did Leangelo go to college? I don't know. Lonzo went to UCLA. Lamelo played overseas. Leangelo, I don't know. Yep. They forget about him. So go to big state, please. But even if Lonzo did beat LeVar, LeVar would have said he blew him out anyway. So he wouldn't have. Wouldn't have. Hey, his hey, own kid. How much do you want to bet? LeVar Ball doesn't step foot in that gym in Charlotte because you know the second he steps mm-hmm. in that door, Michael Jordan's going to go, hey, come on down. Come on down, big dog. You've been talking all that mess. Yeah, didn't he say he could have been the greatest basketball player ever or something like that? Of course he, like, of course he did. Something like that. I got – I don't – should we just go with Carmelo Anthony just because we at least have the Lala sort of connection? Yeah, and I'd... It might be lodging the same uh... – Complaint. I, I got nothing else. I have no yeah, idea. I, I don't know either. I'm fine with that. Uh, rather than wasting it. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I had anyway. Dan Dan's gonna be like, why are you guys talking still? I have to edit this. <laughs> just <laughs> cut out right after I said Lala Anthony. <laughs> you just can yeah, cut exactly. all of that out. Uh, Go ahead, check right. it in. I we will check in with Carmelo Anthony confidently. Bottom. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Carmelo Anthony. Blunt and beautiful. What did you okay. come up with? So you said Lala, and I put Mellow immediately. Three seconds. And then you said the rest of it. And I kind of, both Eric and I looked at each other, and then I sent over Jesus Shuttlesworth. And he goes, yeah. And I go, yeah, it's the plot of He Got Game. I And then our, our question is, is he asking for Ray Allen, who played Jesus Shuttlesworth, or, or is he asking for Jesus Shuttlesworth? So we checked in with Jesus Shuttlesworth. One team is getting points here. The correct answer is Jesus Shuttlesworth okay. from the movie He Got Kicked. Now, I'm going to uh, lodge a complaint. This is not the <laughs> halftime. It's a lead-in to the halftime, apparently. <laughs> 
This is not a halftime. Matt, allo- Matt allowed it. <laughs> Bring your complaints to Matt. No, no. Yes. <laughs> I'm lodging an official complaint on this question. Official complaint. I was not even. An entertainment that, question was listen, brought into a non-halftime. Our complaint department hasn't been set up yet, and I'm first in line. No, no. So. Yours, no, no yours was rejected <laughs> immediately. It was ruled on and rejected. You're, it's been thrown out. <laughs> The, I feel like it wasn't given bowler. Dick it was Weber. not given the proper attention that it deserved. It absolutely was. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, because because I'm sure that's going to be the thing that's going to cost me. Yeah. Myself the <laughs> yeah. We were we were doing so well. And, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go downhill from here. Anyway, heading into halftime. Uh, we have the following scores. Um, since the uh, complaint has not been ruled upon, um, oh no, I did. Points that it, no, no, you don't get to voice that. Oh, that's not a, your call. It's already done. That's not your call. No, I checked with uh, the group. Blunt and the beautiful has now taken the lead, probably for good, uh, with two hundred and ten points in bottom of the barrel, only down by twenty at one ninety. Let's get on to the. The continuation of the halftime show, shall we? It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Today's halftime show will be pre- and post-game themed. Each question will involve a sports figure and someone in the entertainment industry. For example, musicians, actors, actresses, movies, TV shows, etc. Question number one in the halftime. This Hungarian-American actress slash socialite, known more for her two sisters and nine, yes, nine husbands and divorces than her acting, and this 19... 19- 85 youngest male to ever win Wimbledon at the age of 16. I think I might have this, Josh. Surprisingly, I'm not good at halftime, but that you got it. Okay. I knew this. I knew the part, first part, so. which is surprising. Okay. Check it in. Yeah. All right. We'll go ahead and check in. Bottom of the barrel is checked in. Blunt the beautiful. What do you guys have? Eric, what do you have? <laughs> so I know the first part is Zsa, Zsa Gabor. Yeah, um, she's i believe she's hungarian i know she had a lot of husbands um and the only tennis player i can think that works with it would be boris becker unless you can think of somebody else <laughs> gabbjorn borg <laughs> Zsa i like boris becker better so why don't you go all right that? so let's let's go with uh jaja gaboris becker Blonde the Beautiful is checked in with Zsa Gaboris Becker. Bottom of the barrel, what'd you guys come up with? Yeah. Um, at first, Hungarian, I was about to say Al Herbosky, but I'm glad it <laughs> took a turn to actress and socialite. Um, yeah, Zsa Gabor is the, the actress slash socialite, and the only tennis player I can think of that fit with that is Boris Becker. So that's what we checked in with Zsa Gaboris Becker. It's absolutely boring. Yeah. I had that part like immediately. So. <laughs> Both teams getting points. Uh, the correct answer is Jaja Gaboris Becker. Becker defeated Kevin Curran in four sets to become the youngest Wimbledon champ ever, or a male champ ever. Question number two in the halftime. Known for his 244 saves, sixth all time, his humorous quotes, 
great mustache and submarine pitching style. And this musician, always, this musician was always at the Copa Copacabana. I got oh, it. Oh, oh, yeah. It's I got it. It's okay. I got that it. guy. You know you don't yeah. have to. Tell yeah, yeah. It's that. Okay. We got it. Check in. It's that guy. Bottom of the barrel is checked in. Blunt the beautiful. What do you guys got? It's, it's is it bad that I'm I'm coming from it from the wrong way? Yes, that's that why. Is, 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 yes. is it bad that I know it's Barry Manilow? I, I was like, I was like Barry Manilow or one of these older like older white dudes. <laughs> that's where I went from it, and I was like, okay, Barry Manilow. Right. So, so then it's a submarine pitcher that's going to be Dan Quisenberry Manilow. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we'll go with it. <laughs> Blunt and the Beautiful has checked in with Dan Quizzy, Barry <laughs> Manilow. Bottom of the barrel, what'd you guys have? That's it. <laughs> that's, that's 100% that's it. It's Dan Quizzenberry. Why I've is been, he so upset? I've been getting the pop culture stuff just fine. The sports is what's taking me longer to get. No, I had both the sports <laughs> ones before he finished mm-hmm. reading. I didn't, but... <laughs> oh, that's our okay. getting points. <laughs> Dan Quisenberry Manilow is the correct answer. On to question three in the halftime. 1997 PGA Championship winner at Winged Foot, the win being his only major and very emotional due to the recent loss of his father, and a television sitcom about four extraterrestrials who consider Earth, a clue in itself, a pointless planet. We're going to check in. Blood the Beautiful is checked in. Barrel, feel free to talk it out. All right. So, how does that connect to anything? I don't know. You're you're the one who's the golf side. I know it's a little you know farther back. Oh. Yeah, I think the, so. The show I think is Third Rock. Davis Love the Third is the only. Davis love the Third love Rock. The third the Rock sun. from the Sun. I mean, that's the only golfer I can think of that oh. ends in third, unless it's something Arthur and it connects that way. But no, I, I, no, I, I think I mean, that, we go with Davis Love the Third Rock from the Sun. Good. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Davis Love the Third Rock from the Sun. Blunt the beautiful. What you guys have? We had the same thing. Davis Love, the third rock from the sun. Both teams getting points. Davis Love, the third rock from the sun is the correct answer. Love has also been the captain of the President's Cup twice. On to question four in the halftime. This 27-year-old AL Central player is the only Puerto Rican shortstop to win a gold glove. And a seven-year-old Latino girl with the love of embarking on quests with her talking book bag and pet monkey named Boots. I got this. <laughs> I got the second part, but you got the first part too? Second it's, it part. should be this, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Yep, that's it. Uh, we'll, we'll check yep. it. Bottom of the barrel is checked in. Blunt and the Beautiful, what do you guys have? It's got to be Francisco Lindor, yep. the Explorer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's not the <laughs> whatever. All right, we're gonna check in with Francisco Lindora the Explorer. Blunt and beautiful is checked in with Francisco Lindora the Explorer. Bottom of the barrel. What'd you guys come up with? The same thing. That's it. <laughs> wow. Both, team, <laughs> both teams get points. The answer is uh, Francisco Lindora the Explorer. <laughs> Swi- swiper, no swiping. 
right? Swiping the <laughs> stolen bases. Like, it's a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he sings every time he comes out of the bag. It's just the worst written song ever. It's just saying it's a map 45 oh, times. What about backpack, backpack? <laughs> oh, man. Over and over and over again. Uh, okay. <laughs> on, to, on to question five in the halftime. Known for losing his legs, being a shrimp boat co-captain, and getting new legs... And by recording the fastest lap in qualifying, I held the poll for the 2013 Daytona 500. Oh, goodness. I don't know how to spell. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, that's 100%. But, uh... oh. Okay. I that Oh, that's it. Okay. I don't remember. Get there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So is it? Oh, oh, that's what I was just gonna type to you. Did she? Go oh, she. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. Thank you, Josh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys want to go? See you later. <laughs> One time did, it matters. Did she. To... Oh, it's definitely Flojo. <laughs> Janet <All right>. Guthrie. <laughs> Flojo tore up the track at Daytona that one year. I remember it. Yeah, she outran all the cars. <laughs> Blonde, the beautiful. Jeff in. All right, we're I checked. think you guys are probably both checked in, correct? I think, they are. <laughs> I think they're checked in too, but whatever. Oh my god! That is why you you stick with the singular pronoun they. That way you don't have to worry about it. Never have to worry. All right, yeah, we're checked yeah. in. Bottom of the barrel. What you guys come up with? Well, uh, if this NASCAR person joined the military and achieved this rank, then it'd be impressive. Uh, it's Lieutenant Lieutenant Danica Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom of the barrel checked in with Lieutenant Danica Patrick. Blunt the Beautiful, what would you guys come up with? But you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Lieutenant Danica Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> Both teams getting points. <laughs> the answer is Lieutenant Danica Patrick. And I have no... <laughs> flavor text because all they do is laugh when i hear that <laughs> you guys had that you didn't need me uh, to tell you that we were stumped i well i was like right. i was For like what, denny hamlin seconds? doesn't fit and then <laughs> lieutenant, denny, <laughs> lieutenant denny hamlin and then i was like wait a that, no it's e <laughs> well you're welcome for the assist apparently yeah. Scott, Scott. all right <laughs> on to the bonus question in halftime a native of Springfield, Illinois, I am a husband, father of three, soccer head coach, baseball head coach, and Patreon head coach. And I am known for my role as Luther Strickle, Ethan Hunt's right-hand man. <laughs> We're checked in. Blunt and the Beautiful has checked in. Bottom of the barrel, feel free to talk it out. I don't have anything to talk out. Not the yeah, the first part, I got that. That's not a problem. I don't understand the second part um, at all. So, I don't know who any of these people are. What show is this from? Well, from Mission Impossible. Okay. Ethan Hunt, it's Mission Impossible. So, we're looking for the person that played Luther Strickle. Okay, well, in the recent movies, it's Ving Rhames. Well, that obviously doesn't work. So then the question is, who the hell played him in the TV series? 
Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Well, you can say it. Say it. Well, I'm going to type it to you anyway. Oh. Yeah, that's it. I forgot that there was a co-writer and possible co-host that was maybe going to be on. Good catch on that. I'm glad you said the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Tim Geving Rames. We'll check that in. Bottom of the barrel is checked in with Tim Geving Rames. A blunt and the beautiful. What'd you guys have? Marcus said, was Tom Cruise's sidekick in Mission Impossible? Um, I knew it to be Ving Rames. Originally, I thought this was going to be, I thought, Brandon, you were talking about yourself. And then I remembered... Tim Geving is uh, a head coach, so then we we checked in with Tim Geving Rames. <laughs> Both teams getting the five extra bonus points. Correct answer is Tim Geving Rames, who was uh, was uh, supposed to be here with me today, but uh, he is involved in a big move right now, so uh, he was unable to make it. Um, and I am not married and only a father of one. <laughs> oh, well, you know. <laughs> There was so much in there, it was hard to track whatever all the things were. So, hey, Mason, good job. I'm putting that together because re- immediately he was like, Brandon Reese. And then, That's what I thought, like, like, who is Reese? That now I'm like, wait a minute, it's Ving Rames. And then, when she said Ving, I was like, I don't know many job, people Mason. that have something with the last name of Ving in it, no. but no, that was awesome. Good job, Mason. Ooh. You got to know your Patreon supporters better. Heading into the second half. Uh, both teams swept the halftime. Still a 20-point game. Blunt, blunt and the beautiful, 315. Bottom of the barrel, 295. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Today's third quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Question one in the missing link. Known as the Minister of Defense, this volunteer in showboat is second all-time in career NFL sacks. You can check that in. Yeah, 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 we're checking. Bottom of the barrels checked in, blunt and beautiful. What do you got? Yeah, it's uh, it's Reggie White. Reggie White, Minister of Defense, 100%. Blunt and beautiful is checked in with Reggie White. Bottom of the barrel, what do you guys have? Yep, exact same thing. Minister of Defense is Reggie White, so that's what we checked in with. Both teams getting points. 
The correct answer is Reggie White, and he is your first missing link answer. Question two in the missing link. I won a title as a Wildcat in 1996, and 10 years later, as a member of the Heat. When asked why I shoot so many threes, I responded with, because there aren't any fours. Who am I? Yeah, I don't think she went to, oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Get ready to, to bleep this. Uh, <laughs> hey, Eric, fuck you. <laughs> All right, so you want to go with? <laughs> yeah, we'll check it in. All right. Kills my theme, but. I don't see how it can be anyone else. <laughs> Blunt and the Beautiful is checked in. Bottom of the barrel, chat away. I mean, I don't know. Could it be anyone else besides Antoine Walker? I mean, he did play for the Heat, didn't he? After, I mean, obviously I, he was with the Celtics first for, for a long time. Yeah, for a long time. I don't, um, that's why I said I don't know. Because Patino was in the Celtics and he drafted a lot of his Kentucky players. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else that he got besides. Well, he Antoine wasn't Walker. there his whole career. No. I know that. But, at know. one point, at one point, he, he ended traded. up on the he ended up on the Timberwolves. At one point, so <laughs> yeah, Walker was traded, but I forgot where he was traded to. He very well could have been on those 06 Heat teams. I that, don't remember. and and that comment just sounds like something Antoine Walker would say. I mean, I think okay. like Tony Delk was on that uh, Wildcat team. Did he stick around? I don't think he played that, that long. long. Right. I think Ron Mercer was on that Wildcat team. Yeah, he was with the Celtics with Antoine because Bertino drafted him too, but he wasn't there. No, and he wasn't in the league. I, I think Antoine Walker is the one that would say something stupid like that. <laughs> and he did like to shoot from the outside. So, I mean, if it fits, I'm fine with that. I don't know I if he played for the Heat, but it fits everything else. So, All right, should we check in with Antoine Walker? Sounds good. All right, we're checked in. Bottom of the barrel is checked in with Antoine Walker. Blunt and beautiful, what would you guys have? Is the same kind of thing. Kentucky, Antoine Walker won with the Heat. We couldn't get off it. We didn't think it was uh, Jason Capono. Um, <laughs> so we went, we went with Antoine Walker. Both teams checking in with Antoine Walker, and both teams will be getting points. Uh, Antoine Walker ended his career in the D-League, actually, with the Idaho Stampede. So your missing link answers are Jason White. Oh, gosh, dang it. Uh Reggie White and Antoine <laughs> Walker. <laughs> All right. Question three in the missing link. Finishing my career with exactly 1,000 receptions, all with one team, some days I have to think that going home to Seoul, South Korea would be way better than my current job as an assistant with one of the NFL's most dismal franchises. Who am I? That's it. We can check in. Bottom of the barrel is checked in. Blood and beautiful. Talk it out. It's the only, yes. only person I know from Korea that played in the NFL. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Heinz Ward. Well, the beautiful checking in with Heinz Ward. Bottom of the barrel, what did you guys have? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's Heinz Ward. Um, I just recently had part of that as a question of mine about an assistant coach for the Jets. So I, I had recently seen that. So, yeah. yeah, the correct answer is Heinz Ward. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Heinz Ward. So uh, your missing link answers are Reggie White, Antoine Walker, and Heinz Ward. Question four. Zion Williamson famously blew out a pair of my sixth 
signature, signature shoes in a game against North Carolina while at Duke. I was a bulldog, and now I play alongside an Aztec warrior in L.A. Who am I? Good with that? Yeah. Okay. We'll check in. Blunt and the Beautiful is checked in. Bottom of the barrel. Feel free to think out loud. Okay. I'm trying to go through the Los Angeles rosters and seeing which one fits that. I mean, Bulldog could be anything. There's like eight different schools that have Bulldogs, so that doesn't... All right, so it's going to be somebody who has an, a signature Nike. Um, I mean, there's a lot of people that have signature shoes that shouldn't have them. So, I mean, that's... I'm going to start with the Lakers just because I won the championship. Maybe it's something. I'm trying to think of anyone on there that fits either of those. Because, I mean, no one else on that team really would be big enough to have a, a shoe. I mean, for the Clippers, you've got Paul George, Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi went to um, San Diego State. They're the Aztecs. Aztecs, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. San Diego State's the Aztecs, but so what is, what is the bulldog? So that must be someone else. So did Paul George go to a? Oh, play because he plays alongside an Aztec warrior. Yeah. So Paul George, I don't know where he went to school. I'm trying to think of bulldogs. Georgia, Mississippi State, Gonzaga. I mean, who else would? There's no one else who would have a shoe other than yeah, Paul I mean, George. On that yeah. team, it's Paul George oh. and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, I mean, I I can't think of anybody else that's at least big I, enough. Or anybody else on that roster that would fit the Bulldog thing anyway. I, I don't so. necessarily remember who the shoe was, but that I don't see who else it could be. It's got to be Paul George, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know where he went to school, but everything else seems to fit with that. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. We'll check we'll in ch- with Paul George. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Paul George, Blunt and the Beautiful. What'd you guys come up with? Uh, yeah, we uh, once he said L- plays alongside an Aztec warrior in LA, I immediately went to Kawhi Leonard. And uh, I know that Paul George, I believe he went to Fresno State and he does have ugly signature shoes. So uh, we checked in with Paul George. Both teams are getting points. The correct answer is Paul George. Uh, I wrote this question because my son just got a pair of Paul George fives and can't believe the amount of money they spend on tennis shoes these days. It's crazy to me. But uh, uh, George originally signed with Pepperdine, but their coach at the time resigned and Paul opted to Fresno State. So your missing link answers are Reggie White, Antoine Walker, Heinz Ward and Paul George. Question five. I sit ninth on the all-time sack list with 138 and a half sacks with 117 of these sacks coming with one team as their franchise leader. After leaving said franchise, I won Super Bowl 50 with my final franchise. Who am I? Good. Well, yeah. All right. Checking in. Blunt and the Beautiful is checked in. Bottom of the barrel. Feel free to talk it out. 50 is the Broncos. We talked about this not too long ago. Josh remembers. I'm pretty sure Demarcus Ware was on that team. I know he was on the Broncos for a couple years. It fits the time frame from when I kind of remember him being there. So if you're good with that. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. We'll go ahead and check in with uh, Demarcus Ware. Bottom of the barrel is checked in with DeMarcus Ware. Blunt and the Beautiful, what do you guys have? 
Yeah, uh, immediately, uh, once you said Super Bowl 50, Broncos, Panthers, uh, I know DeMarcus Ware um, was the all-time leader in sacks for the Cowboys, finished with the Broncos, and got his ring uh, in Super Bowl 50. So we also checked in with DeMarcus Ware. Both teams checking in with DeMarcus Ware, and both teams will be getting points. The correct answer is DeMarcus Ware. Your missing link answers are Reggie White, Antoine Walker, Heinz Ward, Paul George, and Demarcus Ware. All right, Marcus, what are you thinking? <laughs> uh, nothing good at the moment. <laughs> that last one kind of screwed it up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm I'm I've been looking at it every which way and I can't. Yeah, I so we're 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 good. We're checked in. You guys can talk it. So it's not all name last names start with W. Paul George, you know, threw that one out and whatever. It fits for the rest of them though. It does. Um you know, for, for three of the five, I was thinking Game of Thrones, because White Walker and George, as in George R. Martin, but I'm not sure how Ward and where, I guess Ward, there have been, there were different, I mean, I'd be going deep, you know, thinking about that some of the kids were Wards, but I don't know what where would be, but I have nothing else. So yeah, that I was would at, at least be something that could be anything. Yeah. I was looking at their colleges, but that doesn't really, I don't see anything there. Um, trying to think their careers where they went but i mean i don't have anything for I mean, that reggie either. white played in what two places philadelphia yeah, Phil- and green bay green bay right and heinz ward was just the steelers so paul george was indianapolis to oklahoma city to la right and demarcus ware was just cowboys and broncos that I don't know. And Antoine Walker probably went about eight different other places besides he went, he, Celtics, <laughs> Timberwolves, Heat. I think uh, he was on the Hawks for a bit. Uh, yeah, so I I don't see anything there. I feel like it's a name one, but I don't don't see it. Reggie, Antoine, Heinz, Paul, and Demarcus. I don't know. Maybe not the first Beatles. name. Oh yeah, Paul Paul George, two Beatles and one. <laughs> Um, you remember Demarcus uh, Beetle? <laughs> Demarcus. I, mean, I, I seriously, I, I'm not going to come up with anything other. I mean, if we just want to throw out a guess of Game of Thrones, sure. At least something. I don't think it works, but it's better than nothing. Yeah, fine by me. Right, we're going to check in. The theme is Game of Thrones. So, bottom of the barrel is checked in with their theme being the Game of Thrones. Blunt and the beautiful. Go ahead. So yeah, we uh, checked in after I uh, was a question. Three or four. I don't remember. I think it was after question four. Okay. So, yeah, we said actually the same thing. Um, We said Game of Thrones. Well, neither team getting the missing link correctly. I do not watch Game of Thrones, and I had no idea what you guys were talking about. Um, (laughs) Me either. (laughs) Reggie White, Antoine Walker, Heinz Ward, Paul George, and Demarcus Ware all share similar last names of Heisman Trophy winners. Jason White. Oh, Jason White. Yeah, Uh, I accidentally, and I thought, I uh, almost, I was like, ah! 
<laughs> thought I blew it. And uh, Charlie Ward, Eddie George, and Andre Ware. And uh, for a little flavor text on this, uh, if anybody can remember Charlie Ward's nickname when he was playing point guard for the Knicks. He had a nickname? <laughs> the, the best damn QB in NYC. <laughs> there you go. That's accurate. Hmm. <laughs> What you think? You think old ass Boomer Esiason was better than Charlie Ward? Dave Brown? <laughs> no, I'm just totally didn't even click that I should have been paying attention to the Jason White part when he said Jason. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I, I just I'm not sure I would have gotten there anyway. But I thought you just flubbed the name. I was just like, oh, <laughs> well, whatever. I did too because he's come up a few times on our podcast. So I was like, oh yeah, pod favorite Jason White. <laughs> Maybe he was just a huge Jason White fan. I, I... yeah. <laughs> I totally thought I blew the whole question. Nope. I was like, oh, you bonehead. I, you know, and I and I should have paid attention to it because he was very upset that he flubbed it. So if he <laughs> I was like, but then I, I thought about Jason. I was like, what does Jason have to do with any of this? And why does it connect? So it's still so Eric, you were going down the similar road I was. Once um, I saw White Walker, I'm like, well, first I saw White, I'm like Christmas. And then I saw Walker, I'm like a Game of Thrones. And then, like, then he said Ward. Like, eh. But then George was like, Oh, is he gonna come up with Martin as the last? Yeah. Ward works because Ward's the name of just like somebody in a noble house. I mean, it's it's what it is. Well, I, mean, I thought it was the I thought it was more when like uh, oh, what's his name Theon Greyjoy was a ward of the Starks. Of yeah. The Starks. He was a yeah. ward because after yeah. that, yeah. But he was a member of a noble house. <laughs> what, I mean, it's, it's still it's weird. What, but then Ware, I was like, I got nothing with Ware. But once uh, Eric said Game of Thrones, I was like, all right, let's watch for Brandon Knight to be the answer to one of these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Who's been dunked John on the Wall? Who who's been yeah who's been dunked on and or crossed up more than anybody in NBA history? Brandon Knight. I okay. I purposely I purposely put Demarcus Ware last because I thought you know a, a weird name of a Heisman winner you know being Andre Ware. So oh, yeah, yeah was, wasn't going to get there, but that's all right. It's it's a good good theme. I it just, was. You you had two Game of Thrones fans <laughs> who got locked into something else. And I'm very bad at the missing links. So there's oh, I've, <laughs> I've missed like the last three or four. So it's... Right. after the third quarter, still have a 20 point difference because uh, both teams got all of the questions right. And neither team got the link. The current score is blunt and the beautiful at 415 and bottom of the barrel at 395. All right. On to the fourth, fourth and final quarter. the fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Today's categories are five golden rings, seven swans a-swimming, eight maids a-milking, ten lords a-leaping, and 11 pipers piping and five golden rings will be the NBA. Seven swans of swimming will be swimming. Eight maids of milking will be auto racing. 10 lords a leaping will be track and field and 11 pipers piping will be the NFL. Now it's time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to question one. Five golden rings is an NBA question in regards to, you guessed it, championship rings. Robert Ory, Steve Kerr, 
Ron Harper and Robert Parrish have won many of these. What I need from you is the total number of rings won by these four while playing and the total of number of teams these played these four played with while winning these rings. We can you wanna go ahead and check it in? We'll check in. Bottom of the barrel is checked in. Blunt and the beautiful. Talk it up. <laughs> okay. So we we can basically talk out this list you're making because yes, I'm, yeah, I'm doing right. the same thing with my little document here. So yeah. So we got Robert Ori, seven rings, three teams. Yes. So that's Bulls or not Bulls. Oh my god. <laughs> Spurs, Ro- Spurs Rockets, <laughs> Spurs, and Lakers. Yes. And then we have Parrish. Four rings. Yes. I think we're on. Yes. Two teams. Yes. Kerr. Kerr, yeah. Kerr was five rings. Yes. Two teams. Yes. And that's the Spurs and the Bulls. Yep. So the only one we're hung up on is Harper. Yes. Which we know he's got. I know he has. He's got five. Right. And and you said you're for four sure or five. This. Yeah. <laughs> you said you know he has two at the Lakers. So now yes. it's back to our. Our one sticking point is: Was he there for the full three feet with the bull? We're basically—I mean, we got the teams for him then, so it's going to be two teams for him. Yes. So that we can, we have our team number, which is going to be—that's nine teams between the four players. Yes. And then the only thing we have left would be—is it four or five rings for Harper? Right. And like I said, I'm pretty sure Robin and Harper were brought. I think I think I'm pretty sure they came in together when they both came to the bulls or maybe maybe you're right that rodman you said i said you go so was he that was harper there for the full three feet and i said i don't know i think him and rodman came at the same time and then rodman was there for the full three feet so that's i'm trying to think back to the last dance yeah same and i thought rodman was there for the full thing i think so too because i because jordan came back sluggish wearing 45 they didn't yeah. make it and then I thought he brought they brought in Rodman and Harper, so that would have gotten them. They would have, that puts them there for the full three. So that would then put us at twenty-one rings, nine teams. We'll check in with twenty-one rings, nine teams. The blunt and the beautiful has checked in with twenty-one rings and nine teams. And what did you guys wager? Uh, we wagered one hundred points. All right. And bottom of the barrel, what did you guys say? Well, uh, we got 21 and 9 as well, and we bet 100. Well, both teams will be getting points here. The correct answers are 21 and 9. And I was going to walk through the teams in the years, but you guys did that perfectly. On to question two, and put your fours up. Seven swans of swimming. On November 21st in Budapest, Hungary, an American swimmer broke two world records within an hour. Actually, about 40 minutes. What I need is the American swimmer's name and the two events in which he broke said world records. All right, we're checked in. The Blunt and the Beautiful is checked in. And bottom of the barrel, feel free to talk out loud. I don't know if that's going to help us here. No, I don't think so. I think all I have are probably retired swimmers. It's not Phelps. He's retired. I don't know if Lochte's retired or not, but... Uh, he's not would, setting any records you would have heard that, that too it's probably gonna be somebody who's who probably was at the rio olympics and did well but i i don't i don't have any other names and 
I don't think any of those three are going to be right. It was probably somebody who's a younger swimmer, like you know. Yeah, you would you would think they'd probably be younger if they're going to set the record. Right, they'd probably be someone that was young at the 2016 Olympics, and then 2020 is still kind of young, and they right. I'm guessing they probably won some medals at Rio. I, I I don't know. I can't come up with any other names, and if you don't have any, and it's no. it's outside of Olympics. I'm, I have very little chance. I don't think I've, I don't think I heard anything about this. So we could, we could go with Nathan Adrian because I mean, Phelps and Lochte seem too obvious. I, I don't think he is. I think he's older. I think he's probably, it's going to be some younger swimmer. Okay. Well, we could play the last name game and guess last name. And uh, we could check in I... with Nathan Adrian. <laughs> but, I mean, it's a name. Yeah. And then freestyle. I, I mean, I don't, fifty free. I don't know. You know. Then there's what butterfly breaststroke back, backstroke. Backstroke. Sure. Let's go with the. So we're gonna say Adrian, last Nathan Adrian, fifty free and hundred. Whatever you want to go with. Butterfly. Sure. Why not? I. Uh, no real logic. It's all just thrown together. I guess so. Yeah. And we. At 95 points. Bottom of the barrel has checked in with Nathan Adrian, the 100-meter butterfly, and the 50-meter freestyle. Blunt and the beautiful, what did you guys have? Um, I saw. I said to him, I'm like, this is how I know I'm old is because I watch the news and I read news. And, you know, before it was just like ESPN. If it wasn't on ESPN, I didn't care. Um, so I saw this. It was, um, the last name's Dressel not sure the first name and the only event i knew for sure was the 100 butterfly um but the other one i mean just based on talking to marcus and trying to figure it out we came up with a guess of the 50 freestyle we wagered um 75 one team is getting points the correct answer is caleb dressel the 100 meter butterfly and the 50 meter freestyle guessed our way into the (laughs) swims (laughs) too bad we didn't have the last name on to question three and put your fours up Eight maids of milking, auto racing. Upon winning the Indianapolis 500, the winner is presented with a trophy, a jar of milk, and obviously a check. Three racers are tied with the most wins. What I need from you is the name of the trophy, the names of the three racers, and how many wins they are tied with. Done. We're checked in. Yep. Good. Good. To <laughs> All go. right. Great logic. The blunt, the beautiful is checked in. Bottom of the barrel. Feel free to talk it out. My main contribution was sending to Josh Borg Warner and the rest. I don't know. That was my uh, <laughs> contribution to Josh. So um, five sounds like a good number. So I know you'll find this hard to believe, Mason, but when the Borg Warner trophy was used as an answer, somebody did a little research. Go on. And that somebody was me. I think <laughs> I can maybe get the names. I don't okay. know if I can get the number. I mean, and, we can just guess know- a number. I actually think the names are, I mean, once again, I don't even know why I'm wasting my time on this, but I think AJ Foyt is one. I think Unser Sr. is another. Okay. And I think the other is Rick Mears. <laughs> sure. Well, once again, I, I was looking at this quite a bit coming up with the. Um, the Borg Warner one. The Borg Warner one. I don't know how many though, but I'd All go right. with Foyt, Unser Sr., Mears, the Borg Oops. Warner, and you said five? I just. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think how long it's been around and if it's I possible it's to been around for a long time. So, yeah. So f- I'm, I'm thinking it's, I would think at least four, like bare minimum, it's going to be four. If you have three people tied there, I'd say four so, or five. 
all right, we can flip a coin. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, no, just... it, it matters none at all. So all right. pick pick a number. Pick the number you want. Let's go five. Since I all said right. that initially, I don't have anything else. Right. Let's just go with that. So we're going to go with the Borg Warner trophy. <laughs> we're going to go with Foyt, Unser Senior, Mears, and five for zero points. Why did I waste any time? Just for fun. Uh, bottom, of the, <laughs> bottom of the barrel has checked in with Borg Warner. AJ Foyt, Al Unser Sr., Rick Mears, and five, and they have wagered zero. Blunt and the Beautiful, what'd you come up with? <clears throat> we have checked in with Unser Jr., Castro Neves, and Franchetti. Uh, the trophy name is the Ricky Bobby Cup, and the number <laughs> is 69. No. And how, and how many points did you wager? Zero. Zero. Well, it's a good thing neither team wagered any points because neither team would be receiving any. However, bottom of the barrel had the entire question right, except each racer has won four races. Mm. Hey. Lost the coin flip. Hey. Oh, well. All right. All right. On to question four and put your fours up. Ten Lords a Leaping, track and field. Born August 31st, 1955 in Dayton, Ohio, this biblical individual won 122 consecutive races between the years of 1977 and 1987. What I need from you is the individual's name and the event, not not distance, just general event that he did this in. All right, we'll check in. Bottom of the barrel has checked in. Blunt and the beautiful. Feel free to talk it out. So he said 10 Lords of Leaping in his track. Okay. Um, he didn't. He said, "Name the event, not the distance," because I don't think it's a sprint. I think this is, I think this is uh, the the high jump technique, the Fosbury flop, and I think it's high jump. And I want to say, I don't know, I don't remember his first name. It honestly, I'm not. This isn't a joke. I think it might be Dick Fosbury or something. But like, I know it's. <laughs> this isn't a joke. <laughs> I'm sorry, Richard. Richard. Dick me. flop. <laughs> Dick flop. <laughs> That's what he should have done. Ah, <laughs> missed opportunity. And now we're going to teach you this technique today, kids, and it's called the dick flop. I thought he said races, though. <laughs> or he events. Did say, he oh. did say races, I think. Oh. But I don't know. That lines up too much with what I'm thinking. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't stop laughing. And that's, I, oh. I think that's the end of our podcast. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> You know that's gonna be the title now is the dick flop. <laughs> and I gotta make a graphic for that. Oh yikes. <laughs> All right. To blur the whole thing out. Maybe that's not the uh, title. All right. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can do that. Okay. Sorry about that. So Eric, I I know he said races. Uh, I just I can't get away from that because yeah, it was a technique. Cause people used to jump over the bar like with on their stomachs. Yeah. And then he came up with Fosbury flop, which is now they go jump up and back over. But I don't. But was he was he going until we said um, he was born in nineteen fifty five and was going until into the eighties? That's the best that I have. It's better than I got. Unless I mean, do you know any other sprinters? It'd be the hurdles. I would I would assume based on the category. Yeah, that could be true. Okay. I don't know. Let's go with your guy. I don't think I'm going to come up with a different <laughs> name. Honestly, I don't think it's right because of he said races, but that's just what came to my head. So, 
All right, let's let's go with it. All right, so we're gonna say Fosbury <laughs> and the high jump. Yep. And how many points? Was that ninety? Yeah. Blunt and beautiful has checked in with Fosbury and the high jump for ninety points. Josh and Mason, what did you guys come up with? No, oh, I had this one like right off the bat. Um, it is the hurdles, but I, I don't I don't recall um, the book of Dick in in the Bible. Or oh yeah, like that. Uh, uh, Moses Edwin Moses the hurdler for ninety five points. I really got to start paying attention to these questions. <laughs> <laughs> it was only two parts. There's nothing to miss for this one. Like this, one. like I need <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Why you write them down? I, no, I didn't. I don't. Yeah, that's, that's on me, I guess. One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Edwin C. Moses and the hurdles. And I had to get a little bit of Dayton, Ohio in there. Before you get on to question five, let's give a little bit of a score update since uh, that question made things a little bit closer. Heading into the final question, the blunt and the beautiful is at 500 bottom of the barrel 495 oh my Ooh. god it all we got a barn burner baby richard richard fosbury damn it all right i'm paying attention to this question all right okay before we go into the final question josh please bear with me oh, is it long <laughs> there are 11 answers since it's 11 11 <laughs> 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 Hey, I'm not I'm on to question okay. five and put your fours up 11 pipers piping the NFL. There have been two franchises in NFL history that have had three Heisman winners on the same team. I need the most recent team. Those three Heisman winners on that team and the player who accomplished this feat in 1988 1989, 1990, and 98, all being one player. Yeah, let's go with it. All right, we'll check in. Bottom of the barrel has checked in. Blunt the beautiful. Feel free to talk it out. We're missing that last guy. Just to fact check. So, yeah. So far, well, um, pretty quickly, I remember that the Ravens, I believe, are the most recent team because they currently have. Lamar, Lamar, yeah. RG three, and Mark Ingram on the same team. Yeah, and they have all won. Yes, all won Heisman's, and so we threw out some names: Doug Flutie, uh, Herschel. I thought Hill. it was. I, I thought it was going to be Testaverde, but the more I looked yeah. at it, it just wouldn't wouldn't add up because no, there was nobody on the Bucks in the eighties that won a Heisman. Right. Bo Bo Jackson was drafted, but never played. But never played. So then I I uh, threw out Tim Brown, and and Eric was already there too. And we feel good about that. So we think 88, 89, and 90 were Tim Brown, Marcus Allen, and Bo Jackson. And we're just trying to fact check 98 because Woodson would have been. Would, he was there. He was there in 98 for the Raiders. And Tim Brown and was Desmond Howard there? Ooh, yes. Yes. Because uh, so uh, spoiler, I'm also a low-key Raiders fan because that's my dad's favorite team and Al Davis's obsession with speed and yeah. yes, and I'm pretty sure he signed a massive contract with them after he won the MVP in '97, the Super Bowl MVP. 
Yeah. I'm pretty sure Al Davis went out and offered him a bunch of money to be trash. So I think we're good. So <clears throat> so that would check all the boxes, right? Yep. So we're going to check in with the Baltimore Ravens, Lamar Jackson, Robert Griffin III, Mark Ingram, and Tim Brown. And what was your wager? 100. Blunt and the Beautiful has checked in with Lamar Jackson, RG3, and Mark Ingram, and Tim Brown for 100 points. Bottom of the barrel, what would you guys come up with? Um, well, before the question was even done, I had the first four because I remember they all lined up in the backfield together. I think it's the only time they've all been on the field at the same time. It might have been, or one of the few times. Um, so we had Baltimore Ravens, RG3, Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and I asked who won the 87 Heisman because if they joined the league – their first three years, 88, 89, 90, they'd be on the team. And we got on Tim Brown. We basically had the same exact conversation. We had Marcus Allen, Bo Jackson, tried to figure out who was there in 98. Josh said, did Desmond Howard ever play for the Raiders? Because we were going through all the 90s Heisman winners and didn't land on anything. Um, so we checked in with the same exact answer for the same exact wager, 100 points. All right, bottom of the barrel checks in with the same exact answer as the blunt and the beautiful, and both teams are exactly right, the Baltimore Ravens. And I think it was last year they lined up in the Heisman formation with Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and RG3. And, yes, it was indeed Tim Brown with the Raiders. Good job, guys. That's actually – I love that question. That was a great question. That was hard, hard but gettable. Yeah, that 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 was good. Well, you know, the, the drama going into the uh, fourth quarter, that last question, obviously when both teams answer the same thing for the same wager, it kind of makes it almost a moot point. But with that, the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. With a respectable 595 points, bottom of the barrel. And uh, today's Clipboard Captains of the Day, earning the – Jesus Shuttlesworth Award <laughs> will be the blunt and the beautiful. <laughs> Josh just left everybody. Josh, Josh is left the <laughs> Oh, that was funny, not even guys. a real person. <laughs> oh, really? Then who beat his dad in one on one? Okay. <laughs> so, do you, you remember when the NBA put out those nickname jerseys? What did he have on the back? Exactly. Whole, whole name because they were like, you are not allowed to put just Jesus on the back of your jersey. So He's he had not Jesus a real person. So anything you guys would like to say before we call it a day? Um, awesome job, Brandon. Uh, the game was very, it was fun. We were laughing pretty much throughout. Um, I loved the halftime. I did love that. Um, wasn't all sports, but I, I, I like a little regular trivia with my sports trivia. So no, great job. Thank you. Yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I'm glad that um, I can prove in the same episode, I hope I can do this every time, how stupid I am and how smart I am, all in the same, all, all in the span of a few of an episode. There's many of us who get to do that, so welcome yeah. to the club. I know, I think that's why you guys brought me on, right? Because <laughs> I rounded out. Mason. I, I don't have anything to add to this. <laughs> I don't have anything. It was fun. Laughing until I'm crying, but it was all good. Yeah, Brandon, as much as I was, you know, giving you a little crap, uh, the only thing I really took, uh, I have a question on, was the non 
non-sports question in a non-halftime. So, you know, that's the only one. The Jesus Shuttleworth, I'm still it not can, sure that. It was a real athlete who No, it's not a character. real I don't care if it's a real athlete. The answer was the character from a movie. Halftime question. But anyway, aside from that, <laughs> I even thought, even though you asked for a bajillion answers that really taxed my brain, the the fourth quarter was great so um, maybe next time if you write another one just a few less answers required some of us only have so many brain cells that can they can fire at this so um, i want now i want brandon to write a whole game where it's all fictional characters and we'll have him host on a tuesday uh but thank you for coming on and uh and thank you um for being a patreon supporter we really appreciate that do you have anything you'd like to say brandon before we close out just uh, what you guys are doing is great. I'm glad to be a part of it, and I can't wait to come back on uh, as a as a as a guest and answering or write another one. Um, great, clean, good fun, great time. Uh, thank you guys very much. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch, stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP. Eric, in the Eric, in the question um, about Edwin C. Moses, did you not hear biblical character? Oh, I heard it. I, chose, okay. I, I heard it same, just immediately. Same, same went right right. If, over if you had said Hungarian, he would have been all over it. Oh yeah, I would have been like, oh, <laughs> hungry. <laughs> So maybe Mason, can you come up with one that's not? I mean, can you have Dick Fosbury on the, you know, the Book of Dick? Yeah, the Book of Dick. The Book of Dick. There you go. The Book of Dick. And it just has him doing the, his, doing the, his high jump. The okay. Fosbury flop. We're gonna get so many more Google search hits. <laughs> <laughs> the Book of Dick. Like, what is this? What's this about? Uh, hold on a minute. I got I got some time on my hands. <laughs> Oh my lord! <laughs> <laughs>